Hello, everybody out there. Welcome to On Her Shoulders podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Genoway, and I am here with some two lovely ladies. Uh, I want to get to know the innovative, powerful, strong women who are lighting their paths on fire. From athletes to entrepreneurs, I hear from women that are making way for other women to follow. I'm constantly looking up to other women around me, trying to catch up to their greatness. This is just another way to shout out how our lives are being changed, inspired, and elevated by the women of the world. So I have two women with me today, Lex and Kayla. Uh, Kayla Anderson is an entrepreneur and the owner of Hey Kayla Media, which specializes in web development and digital consulting. When she's not at her desk in Regina, Saskatchewan, she's taking advantage of her ability to hashtag work from wherever. Do you use that hashtag all the time? Yep. Good for you. (laughs) Whether that's uh, on a hut on the beach in a faraway country or her travel trailer while exploring a little closer to home. Kayla graduated from a web development program in Manitoba. After completing that required practicum at Regina Digital Media Company, she was offered a permanent role. She has since made the city her home base, working at various web and advertising firms while freelancing in her spare time. Using her over 10 years of experience in the industry, just over a year ago, Kayla took the plunge and turned her side hustle into a full-time gig. She now spends her days helping other small businesses with their own digital strategies. More recently, Kayla has joined forces with the Build Love Project. As a part of the team, she volunteers her time and skills along with a group of fellow entrepreneurs to provide an annual home renovation for a family with atypical challenges. Lex. Lex was born and raised in Regina. Now resides in White City with her husband, three children, dog, cat, and a partridge in a pear tree. Just joking. (laughs) That was me. Talk about a full house. She obtained her Bachelor of Business Administration from the University of Regina in 2008. She worked in a, in a vast variety of marketing roles from a community involvement coordinator where she planned numerous sponsored events to working in the field of advertising where she had the opportunity to put her creative use, commercials, print ads, website campaigns, and radio spots were all a part of, her, of the repertoire. More recently, she has been working in a combined management, finance, and marketing sales role where she gained tremendous skills in learning how to budget, analyze, analyze finances, market, and sell while providing exceptional customer service. For the past four years, Lex has been working in real estate. She is a licensed realtor, registered in trade, or registered, registered to trade in residential, farm, and acreages, and commercial real estate, real estate, and specialize in new home construction. 2020 marks 10 years in business for her wedding and event planning company. Old, new, borrowed, and blue wedding and event planning. Blue planning. Two different names or sh- for Just, short? Yeah, short name. <laughs> blue so planning. It's a long name. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. She has planned more than 150 events over the past 10 years. Whether she is helping you plan your wedding or finding your dream home, her attention to detail, easy communication, and caring manner makes working with her stress-free, free, and fun. So ladies, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having us. I know everyone has such a busy schedule, so it's always interesting to try and coordinate, especially when it's more than two people to get it in here, just to even sit down for, you know, half hour and 45 minutes to chat. Um, I originally reached out to Lex uh, in regards to the project that they, that we kind of alluded to, Build Love. So let's quickly touch a base on Build Love, and then I want to get dive a little deeper into into you guys and get like the nitty-gritty stuff what is build love and how did you guys get involved with it 
So Build Love is a nonprofit organization mm-hmm. um, here in Regina. And like you said, it provides a free uh, home renovation to a family in need. Um, it started in 2018, actually, when the three founders, uh, Derek, Trevor, and Brandon, got together. Mm-hmm. And they were quoting separately on um, a bathroom project uh, for the Kennedy family. And had this big idea that they should do the bathroom for free and then it kind of has spiraled into yeah this became their whole entire house and then continued into 2019 where we had our first application process and that's where the Gorskis um, were ended up being nominated perfect and we renovated their home so now everyone that goes through the process going forward goes through an application form it's not just um hey, willy-nilly, we pick someone random. Is it a full application form? That's right. What does that look like? Is that really intensive? Is it more um, like a feel and a vibe that the three founders get from the individual applicants? Or how does that work? Um, I would definitely say there's certain questions that we're looking for to be answered, but we just try to have everyone answer it as best as they can. Mm -hmm. In some cases, if you're applying on behalf of someone, you may not know the answers to some of the questions, and that's fine. You can leave them blank. Um, We're just looking for a general idea about um, whether you're right for our next year's renovation. Is there going to this? Because there's now been two families, Mm -hmm. right? So this will be the third. This is the third coming up. In and when 2020, it, yeah. When are those, uh, when's the de- deadline for the application? Oh, great question. Um, application, applications are open now. You can apply okay. now. You can go to our website, buildlove.ca, um, and submit either one for yourself and your family or for someone that you know. And uh, I believe it's end of March, Yeah, April? end of March. End of March. Yeah. yeah, we've, I think we've changed it a little bit since last year, so. Yeah. The sooner the better, right? Get in yeah. there and apply. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have someone in mind, apply stat because yeah. then you're in there and you don't have to worry about the deadline. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Kayla, how did you get involved? Um, well, uh, Trevor, one of the founders, is my husband. And Derek is like a brother. I joke that he's my husband's husband. <laughs> and so... Work husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so obviously I kind of watched year one unfold and wanted to be a part of it. Um, Lex and I came on, I think, around the same time, sort of closer to the end of year one. Um, yeah. And it's been great, so great ever since. I think I was always kind of volunteering my time here and there around the city at other informally yeah charities or nonprofits, and this is something that I could just really sink my teeth into like mm. really use the skill set that I have to make a bigger impact get behind it big time mm-hmm. I mean it, it helps that your husband is a part of that though. yeah sure. exactly <laughs> yeah I definitely knew it was happening I knew he was passionate about it and it was something that was very easy to be passionate about, passionate about it being great and passionate about their success as I always am. And yeah, it made sense. And you said you're, I don't know your husband. So, and this is the first time we've met, um, your husband's Trevor. Yeah. So Trevor and Derek are co-owners of collaborative construction. Cool. Um, so they were one of the companies that the Kennedys initially reached out to, uh, for a quote, because mm-hmm. I believe they were applying for a Telemiracle grant. That's okay. right. Yeah. And you need a couple of different quotes for them. And the other quote was uh, Brandon Fuchs of SFD Coding, which is now YQR Built slash North Construction <laughs> Company. <Yeah. laughs> um, so they were competitors. And 
now they're friends and the founders of the organization. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Lex, how did you get involved? So I actually got called uh, by the founders last summer mm-hmm. when this was all kind of just starting. So I went to university with Trevor and Derek, so I've known them for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek and I actually used to work together. Um, we did some co-op work terms um, back in the day. So um, they called me and said, you know, we're starting this um, we would love to have you involved in planning our wrap-up event. Okay. Um, and they kind of, I don't think, really knew where it was going no. at that point. And yeah, yeah. So I came on to plan the wrap-up event in 2018. And then from there, it just has been snowballing ever since. So mm-hmm. 2019, I think we saw our events quadruple from what they were in 2018. Oh, and mm-hmm. 2020, they're just probably going to double again. So... Do you guys ever see this as being potentially a full-time job, whether you are involved in it or like whether you're doing your actual roles or your roles establish into more of like a full-time position? You know how charities eventually grow, grow, grow. You have to start paying somebody some point. Right. So we're all volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um Nobody's making any money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all volunteer hours. I think that eventually we definitely need to be hiring somebody Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, in a paid position that it's their full-time job for sure. Um, But at this point, the team has continued to grow and grow and it's all been on a volunteer basis. Mm -hmm. And I guess until that point of like, you don't have anyone else to reach out to or no more volunteers, which in Regina tends to never happen. Yeah. Yeah. And our team has grown year one. It was six year two. It was 18. We've already, I think, gotten three or four more people on board in the last Mm -hmm. even few weeks so the board is getting bigger and uh, we're being able to delegate things to more members Mm -hmm. and therefore being able to spend um, a little bit less time on it ourselves so that Mm -hmm. we can focus on our other entrepreneurial things that we're doing and there's a lot of um, support from the entrepreneurial community as well like I know Sprout is a really big sponsor they're good friends of ours Lex and um Ultimate Deck Shop, they do some, mm-hmm. they do work. Shane That's and Wade, right. they're yeah. fantastic. Who technically are kind of my sponsors here because they let me use their studio space. So, rock on to those boys. Absolutely. Um, who else is there that that's involved that maybe doesn't have like hands-on building experience or running the actual foundation or charity? Are there other people that have uh, offered different venues or things that maybe you want to kind of give a little bit of a whoop whoop to? There's been so many businesses mm-hmm. that have come on board. It's honestly incredible when you start thinking of all of the different entrepreneurs and businesses that have stepped up. Um, I couldn't even begin to name all of them because mm-hmm. I would f- be forgetting way too many. You but don't want to offend anyone either. No. And forget them, right? <laughs> like your wedding speech. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it is. it's awesome to see you know, a lot of the food sponsors that have come out who they feed the troops. And those are some of the things that I don't think a lot of people think about. Um, So there's so many different ways to get involved. Even the Atlas Hotel came on and that's where we hosted our wrap-up event this year. And so that was really awesome to see them wanting to get involved, even though... Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're not necessarily swinging hammers, but things you don't think about, snow removal. That costs money. um, Gardening. Um, cleaning services, Mm -hmm. yeah, things that you don't think about when you think home renovation, but they're needed. Mm -hmm. Lawyers. Yeah. You you know? Well, those are, everyone needs lawyers. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, there, how, how many women are there that work with you guys on this project right now? I, the reason why I ask that, A, we talk about women on this podcast, so why not keep that trend? But also, uh, when I reached out to Lex, it was kind of funny because she's like, well, we have all these people that can be on the podcast because I wanted to really hit the the women behind the build of kind of, you know, the men are there, great, we love them, but I wanted to hear from the women and what their experiences were. There's so many that are involved right now there are. There's actually, I just counted um, last night when I was preparing for this, there's mm-hmm. 13 females right now and six males. Wow. Um, hey. yeah. yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's incredible to see so many women that are involved. And, and the majority of them are entrepreneurs. That's or, right. And moms, yeah, I think. And mothers, yeah. If not all, or I'm not sure. But um, a lot of them are moms, so that's, you're being pulled in a lot of directions uh, when, I mean, just kids step in for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Uh, How do you guys, um, how do you control that uh, feeling of wanting to help, but also having to set boundaries (coughs) on how much time you take away from your family or your, or your, uh, not nine to five, but your business, your, your individual projects? How do you set those boundaries? Do you? Yeah, I'm I'm lucky enough to be able to work with my husband mm-hmm. when we're working on Build Love. So it's a little bit different than me. Um, yeah. It's something that we get, get to do together as a passion project. Yeah. Um, but Lex? <laughs> yeah, I have three kids and they're fairly young. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my husband's a shift worker. So yeah, it's a constant balancing Juggling. act um my career in real estate is obviously not set so mm-hmm. it's kind of unknown with that as well but um at least with the events I kind of have some fair warning yeah. and um I am very much a planner so okay. just okay. being able to kind of focus on the task at hand and get the job done um going into 2020 we actually i have an events team now that will be working with me um just because it wouldn't be manageable for me Mm -hmm. to to do it all on my own yeah and when events you're talking about everything from like the little not little but fundraising things like you guys just recently had something at uh, brunch at cora's correct i think or cora or Um, someone through that there are community partners that will host fundraising events on behalf of Build Love. Um, When I'm talking about the Build Love events, I more so mean, um, well, in 2020, we'll be doing a kickoff event. So that'll be a big fundraiser that we're planning right now. Um, We did a golf tournament in 2019. Mm -hmm. So we've got that set for 2020 as well. Uh, We did a movie night um, in the park this year, and that was a very successful fundraiser. Um, So we're planning another one of those. And, and the then, reveal. yeah, the reveal, the there's yeah. like the trade onboarding, the volunteer onboarding. So those, those are all are the things that you directly ha- are handling the output of basically. She's right. busy. Yeah, <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> um, it gives us a good segue in talking about what is, what is your, what are your guys' actual paying jobs? We'll say <laughs> uh, your businesses on their own. So tell us a little bit more about. Um, I know you obviously are a realtor, and we know what real real estate's <laughs> like. But um, with your event planning, tell us a little bit about that company. Yeah, so um, Old New Board and Blue. I twenty twenty will be our ten year. So when I say our, uh, Cass Bradshaw is my business partner okay. in that company. Um, 
our husbands worked together. Actually, they originally worked together at the jail, and we actually went to university together but didn't really know each other that well, kind of met more so through our husbands. Um, and then now they are both police officers as well. So um, when we were both planning our weddings, we kind of said saw this at the time, a niche market, where there wasn't really anybody that would come in and kind of pull all the details Every together. Yeah. Um, there was rental companies who would come out and set up their items, but they wouldn't, if you were kind of curating your own You had to do the correspondence. DIY. You had to yeah. order everything. You had to go view everything. Yeah. Right. Um, so we kind of saw this need in the market at the time um, to create a planning business. So um, we started that. Again, it was always has been more of a side business, but um, it, yeah, it kind of took off and we have a number of planners now that work uh, for us Cool as well. So it's kind of neat to be able to yeah. step back and, and kind of watch a number of different weddings take place on the same day that we're involved with. That's interesting because it seems to me as though the um, like event planning industry would be all very um, independent. Like, like it's not someone that you would go to someone to get contracted out from. Does that make sense? Does that like the fact that you've brought in these people that have this skill set that can do organization, that can plan an event that you trust, that can have your yeah. same viewpoint or your vision, uh, seems it seems not as common as you would normally expect. Yeah, for sure. It's um, it's definitely sometimes I think with any business, any pr- entrepreneur has a always will have a hard time mm-hmm. fi- hiring the right people. Mm-hmm. That's always you know the number one. Um, but we've been lucky enough to have some really great, uh, people that we can trust and good for you. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Kayla, tell, tell everyone out there about your business. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm calling myself a web developer and digital consultant, which the majority of people, including me at first, didn't even know what that meant. Mm-hmm. Um, I have freelanced for as long as I can remember, whether that be doing a logo for someone or helping them with a website due to my web background, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So eventually it just made sense for me to go out on my own. Um, and now I'm working with smaller businesses. So when I was at the agencies, it was bigger companies. Mm-hmm. They had more money to spend. Um, and I think my niche, uh, or I wanted my niche to be helping smaller businesses that maybe don't have the budget to go to an advertising company, mm-hmm. don't have thousands of dollars laying around, but they know that they have things digitally that they um, aren't the best at, that they don't know how to do, and they can call me. So, um, yeah, branding, design, web development, SEO, which is search engine optimization for anyone who doesn't know that acronym, mm-hmm. social media management, um, kind of just a jack of all trades at anything that can move your business strategy online. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, when you guys think about, cause I know myself, someone asked me the other day, how do you, how do you describe yourself? And I was like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I do personal training. Yeah. I do nutritional consulting. Yeah. I'm a coach. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a sister, a daughter, a partner, but what if you guys were to kind of condense it what do you how do you describe yourselves that what what satisfies you i guess like what satisfies your description of yourself 
I think for me, I I really enjoy working. Like, yes, I'm a mother and I have three children, but I'm just so grateful that we live in a time that I can be both yeah. and I don't have to just just choose one or the other. You're the first person on this podcast that's mentioned that. Yeah. Go ahead, because you started to interrupt. Yeah, no, that's so, I think for me, I like that I can wear many different hats and that I get to be a mom and I can be an entrepreneur. I love working in real estate. I love helping people. And so I find the kind of career paths that seem to have led me to where I am, I'm helping people. If I'm helping you find your house or sell your house or plan your wedding, and it's these major life milestones that I get to be a part of and I'm so grateful um that I am where I am today and so you know getting involved with build love felt easy to me it was like look at all of these businesses and what they're giving the least I can do is help plan these events you know to raise money for such a great cause and it just it felt almost like a challenge to yeah step up it sounds to me and you can correct me if I'm wrong that you really enjoy seeing other people have success or seeing them success succeed because like you just mentioned you're a real estate agent event planner so you're around for a lot of major events in people's lives and at those times those people should be at their happiest Right? You should be so pumped that you're buying a new house or you're building a house or you're getting married. Obviously, you should be happy. <laughs> <laughs> we hope. <laughs> exactly. But like even christenings or birthdays or 60th anniversaries and then build love, they get this huge thing of not just a house but a home for their family that is ag- that is needed or that is designed around their needs and, and desires. You get to really see that all the time. So how much enjoyment you must take away from your from the roles that you do play definitely I like it's it's so rewarding Mm -hmm. um and it's funny like yes those events are typically very happy they can also be very stressful yeah um and so I think by nature typically I'm a very calm um Mm. patient type of person so being able to kind of relax people while they're going through sometimes they're very stressful situations Mm -hmm. I mean yes weddings are very happy but they can be stressful to plan or you know sometimes family is hard to deal with and (laughs) and different things like that or in this real estate market Mm -hmm. it's hard to sell your house right now if you're not you know priced right and Mm -hmm. and staged right so you know being able to kind of guide people and help them there's a reason get why people, that happy moment. <laughs> yeah, people look for specialists. People look for the people that can answer the questions. Because I know I'm a natural, I mean, yes, yes, that's the reason why I'm doing this podcast is I ask a lot of questions, but it's because I don't know. It's because I want that information. So if it's about, especially if it's real estate for me, I want to be able to ask you a question and you could give me the answer and put my mind at ease so that my decision-making process has minimal anxiety around it right although there will be still those big decision and anxious feelings but it's still you know if you're confident that I'm going to be more confident yeah for sure cool um how would you describe yourself Kayla Uh, I thought about this one this morning um I think the first thing that comes to mind is I'm just passionate I give me a job I'm passionate about it in some way I have really mm-hmm. strong feelings about pretty much everything in my life <laughs> you're no Good middle ground no great not really a middle ground um and kind of going off what Lex said although the events in my life 
that my clients are dealing with aren't maybe as big as a wedding mm-hmm. or something like that, um, someone will come to me and say, well, how much would you charge to do this? And my question back to them is more so, well, like, what's the budget that you have for this? Because I yeah. want to be able to help you do what you're doing. So let's figure it out together. I want to be flexible. I know it's not, you know, I've seen my husband and a lot of friends around me start small businesses. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It's not something that you have all the answers to. And if there's something that I can use my skill set to help you with, then I'm happy to do it. And that in turn makes me happy, right? Very cool. Yeah. Um, when you guys are, you guys have a lot of hats for sure. <laughs> So I'm going to ask this question, but I'm not sure which hat I'm asking it to. So (laughs) in your industry, whether it's within the uh, charitable organization world or um, in the uh, entrepreneurs or as a mother or whatever it be, event planning, real estate, who do you look up to in your industry? Um, I... I honestly just look up to people around me, fellow female entrepreneurs, um, the ladies on the Build Love team. They're amazing. There's mm. clients of mine that are ridiculous day in, day out. They just crush it, and that's who I look up to. And you're hard-pressed to, to come upon a situation where you ask one of those people for help that they say no. Yeah, I Everyone's agree. so supportive even just going for a half an hour coffee with someone can just take you from being high anxiety to like, okay, I got this. I can do this. Or I'm not alone. Yeah, I'm not alone. Yeah. Oh, you're going through the same thing? Thank goodness. Yeah, I'm not losing my mind. Yeah, well, sometimes I'm not I actually am. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> or am I? That's okay. Lex, you? Yeah, I, I mean, for sure, the, the Build Love team, everybody is so supportive, and it's it's been this amazing community to be a part of mm-hmm. I've never felt so a part of a community before yeah. um so that's what's been so incredible w- with build love for sure um I mean yeah there's so many different people that I look up to like obviously my mom is a huge help to me with my three kids and allowing me to do a lot of the things that I'm doing she helps um us out a ton um in terms of real estate getting into that um Janine Wilson was a huge mentor to cool. me, um, and I probably wouldn't have maybe gotten into it if it wasn't for her mentorship and guidance. Um, it seemed like a very scary task to yeah. jump into in kind of a downward market. Yeah, I was just going to say four years ago, it wasn't, wasn't booming. Uh, no, <laughs> by any means. And so what made you decide to go into real estate? Um, I was working um, in a corporate job prior to um, getting into real estate, and I've always felt entrepreneurial. Obviously, I was starting Old New Bar Blue 10 years ago, um, and I was just kind of sick of the 8 to 5 grind, mm-hmm. and I wanted to kind of follow my heart, and I didn't really know what that meant Yeah. Um, at the time, and I ended up hearing through the grapevine that Janine was looking for somebody to mentor and kind of pass her business off to as she was looking to get out of the business. And I just thought, wow, this seems like a really good opportunity. And it was kind of just follow the yellow brick road and landed where I landed. So, and then in that kind of realizing like, oh, I do love this. This really Mm -hmm. aligns with I find pleasure and purpose. Yeah. 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 So cool. Um, With Build Love, because it, it, 
there's so many different people that are involved in it. What are some big struggles that you guys come up against? Um, I think sometimes like the perception that we're being paid for the the roles um, and it's all volunteer time and it's a lot Mm -hmm. of time and and effort and energy that we pour into it. And I think sometimes the perception is Mm -hmm. skewed maybe a little bit. Yeah. I think we're hard on ourselves too in the sense that we know that there's so many of these other people and businesses in the city that are contributing to the project and we we just want to make sure that they're appreciated and that they know how much it means to us and so we're constantly striving to find ways to make sure that you know they feel as great about it as we do mm-hmm. what about uh do you guys ever have do you guys do any well now that you have a you'll have a team this year with events so you're you'll be managing a team right and people <laughs> Um, has that ever happened before through Build Love? Like either of you guys, have you guys been do- doing any type of management of people up until this year? The reason why I'm asking is because have you ever found that because people get so excited about being involved with a, a charitable organization, they'll jump on board and yet they're not ready for it. And maybe they're not a fit for that organization um, or the role that they're in. Have you guys ever had to deal with any of that? I th- I You're think smiling. <laughs> I'm telling everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes when you sign up to volunteer, you maybe don't have the commitment that you would if it was a paid job mm-hmm. because you're not being paid anything to do it. Yeah. So you almost think like, I, I'm not saying everybody, because we have a great group of volunteers mm-hmm. with Build Love, but I think some people... Um, might think, oh, well, I'm just volunteering. It doesn't... I'll show up when I can. Yeah, and if it doesn't yeah. work, it doesn't work, and I'll just bail last minute. They don't mm-hmm. really think of the repercussions of how Down that affects line. everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's where you're setting that volunteering in your priorities. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hard as a team member to be able to, to have an expectation on someone that they're going to put in so many hours or... Um, complete a task yeah it's not like a job where you're managing someone yeah that's getting paid and you can say no like do this or you're or you're out Mm -hmm. because we're not going to pay you Mm -hmm. we're not paying anyone it's (laughs) whatever your capacity is and whatever you feel that you want to do but obviously there are some pretty big roles and we're looking for people to really make it a priority and make it be proactive and look at how we can improve it and things like that and I think you get out what you put in Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. So, you know, if you're, like Kayla said before, she had volunteered here and there before, and so had I, but I'd never been involved on a volunteer capacity at this level. At this Large. level. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, and it it's really rewarding. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever, have you, or have you yet, had to design or create, um, I guess, job descriptions for each individual volunteer, now getting a little bit more and more. Because really, you guys are becoming more, um, I don't want to say real, but established. Like, people are like, okay, this is actually a thing. Yeah. It's not a one-off anymore. This is something that's hopefully going to stick around for a while. Yeah, uh, we did actually just more recently, I would say, yeah. in the last three or four months, kind of put together a job role for everyone and how they deal with other people on the team and uh yeah because ultimately even though it's not a 
business that's making money, it still has to be run as a business Properly. in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that does include having accountability for something and knowing if if you have to delegate it to somewhere else because it's their role and not yours. Mm-hmm. You talked about balance before. Part of it is being able to say, well, actually, I think this is maybe your role mm-hmm. because I can do better in this part of it and yeah. this part is better done by you. Cool. Um, so with uh, we'll divide this right down the middle. So I'll ask you first, Kayla. But if someone were to uh, look at wanting to get into web design and having their own business, are there any steps that you would suggest for them to go down? Like, do you think everyone should go to university? Do you think everyone should like what? What are something that because it seems like hmm. with the, with marketing not necessarily digital but because I can't play on a computer to save my life (laughs) you guys saw me earlier (laughs) um but like with marketing and branding and that kind of stuff is there something that you would suggest them to get for backing so that people uh, trust them and they have that street cred I guess um industry experience honestly I'm not going to sit here and say that you need to have a degree or a diploma in something. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, you can Google basically everything. If you (laughs) want something bad enough, you can Google it and you can learn it on your own. Um, But you do need to gain some experience. And I know that's kind of a chicken egg type thing. You have to be able to be good at what you do to get the experience. Um, I I actually never did. Lex mentioned always knowing she was kind of entrepreneurial. I didn't know that I was. Mm -hmm. I um, remember working in a print shop back in Manitoba and going to work every day and just thinking like, I don't want to be stuck at some dead end job for the rest of my life. So what am I going to do about it? And I think the next day I went to the college and registered for the most artsy class I could find because I didn't (laughs) know what I wanted to do. And it was called web design at the time. Okay. And kind of went from there. So yeah, my route was college and then 10 years-ish of industry experience and hustling to try to make those connections before I quit a day job. Yeah, um, I'm not so sure it's so easy to just start doing development and digital consulting um, without having those connections, Networks. that, that yeah. network. Uh, yeah, so put yourself out there. Um, figure out how to be great at your craft, um, jump in, just do, just mm-hmm. work at it, do a good job. This, this didn't come. I get a lot of people that say, you're so lucky that you can work from home. I don't think it's luck. I think it was hard work. Okay. I think it was hard work in school and it was hard work at my jobs and it was not settling at a job that I didn't think um, was serving me a purpose anymore. And yeah, just working hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just by hearing your uh, bio, you, w- you were working somewhere, but you were also doing stuff on the side, mm-hmm. and that's developing your clientele base mm-hmm. potentially, right? So Absolutely, you're not yeah. jumping in to the deep end with no clients. You've yeah. already established those, but you had to work a full-time job plus yeah. stuff on the side. Yeah, and obviously I'm lucky in the sense I rolled into Regina and made friends with Derek Wu. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone knows Derek <laughs> Wu. Yeah. That was a pretty easy way to make connections. It's how I met Trev. It's yeah. We're married. That's – I, I – happened to make friends with some pretty influential, well-known people. Yeah. Um, Trev and Derek started a construction company. They obviously work with companies that may be in need of branding or websites or things like that. And I try to um, grab those as soon as I can or 
before I, I think before I was part of Build Love, um, I walked into someone's office and said, what do you need me for? I want to, I want to work with you, however, whatever capacity it was. And when I first started, it actually wasn't all, um, all web. So it was maybe making a PDF for someone or it was doing, I remember doing bookkeeping for Trev and that's always, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because even if, you know, tomorrow the websites don't exist, I still have a skill set in some way. I'm still going to hustle and still going to have something to fall back on. Yeah. Um, now I obviously can be a little bit more picky about yeah. what I'm doing, but I'm smiling because I just realized that I do know your husband. Uh. <laughs> talk How? about no, talk about due diligence. Nothing bad. <laughs> I made out with him once. No, no, no. I promise I didn't. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'd no. be okay with that. He's I'm real just cute. like putting face to face. I'm like, oh my god. I obviously <laughs> only looked at like your professional uh, Instagram. Yeah. And. I don't think he's on there at all. And then uh, now I'm no, like, I Derek, I I'm like, oh, crap, <laughs> I know him. Sorry, Trevor. That's okay. We drove past the gym last night, and he said, oh, yeah, Leslie. Yeah. <laughs> Place. Uh, Lex, uh, I know that you, like, you, uh, you have so many hats. You do so much. But what are the steps that you would suggest or tips and tools that you think people should, just getting started, um, should follow? I think networking is huge, kind of like Kayla said. It's especially in a city like this where kind of everybody is interconnected um, and just making those connections and and just kind of figuring out what you want to do and where your passions lie because if you're going to do something that you your heart isn't in, you're not going to do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to be passionate about it. Um, you know, even like I said, getting involved in real estate, like, yes, I had a great mentor and I learned a lot, but if I didn't have a passion for it and I wasn't working hard at it, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be successful. So I think you just have to be passionate about whatever you're doing. And with that comes hard work as well. It's not always going to be easy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you just don't give up if it's what you want, Mm -hmm. but but don't think that you're going to sit back and it's just going to come to you. Mm -hmm. This is a really great segue into the next one, and I'm not cutting you off, but you're kind of already on a roll with that, so I'm going to say it now because then normally I ask it at the very, very end, but um, in the questions that I sent you guys to prep, I said three suggestions or three tips and tools that you would – that you would key points that you either live your life by or you live your business by. What would that be, Lex? Do you have those? Do um, did you pass the test? <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing for sure that I have a lot of people that say to me, "Oh, how do you do it all?" Or mm-hmm. like you're crazy for getting involved with Bill Love, or like you know things like that. And I, I think it's a very common theme for people now to fall back on I'm so busy I'm too busy it's all relative it's all relative and it's all what you place your priorities on Um, if it's important to you you'll make time for it Mm -hmm. and so we all have the same number of hours in a day Mm -hmm. and it's about how you manage that time and how you prioritize your time and your responsibilities and your passion so that's um, one thing for sure um, I think in terms of being involved with Build Love, you know, when 
kind of quote that I had stumbled upon that I, that really resonates with me was, it's a Winston Churchill quote, but we make a living by what we get, uh, but we make a life by what we give. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think had I put all of this time and effort into a, a money-making venture, I would be further ahead financially, but it's not <laughs> just about that in life. It's not just all about making money. So um, I just, I do believe in giving back and it feels good in a different way than you a could paycheck. ever feel yep. making a paycheck for sure. Mm-hmm. Third, do you agree? Third, <laughs> um, again, this is kind of just another sort of one um, with build love again, but just, I think, you know, just the teamwork, uh, obviously build love wouldn't at all be where it is today without everybody and everybody's involvement. Um, And so having people that you can rely on, having a network, Mm -hmm. um, even in my personal life, like I mentioned, my mom is a huge help for me in terms of um, childcare when yeah. I need it. I'm working around other people's schedules and real estate's very fast. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's, Oh, I need to see this I house tonight. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, okay. Let me just uh, drop these three kids off. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think the teamwork in all aspects is another, you know, you can't do it all on your yourself. Own. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure so. that you have that support around you and, and use them. Yeah. That's one thing that I've always struggled with is that I've, I'm not a lone wolf. I'm a team player for sure, but I definitely um, put too much on my own plate and then expect to be the best at everything, and that's when things fall off your plate. Yeah, and I'm guilty of that as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's and always. start realizing that when people are offering help, that was something that said someone told me or said mentioned it a few weeks ago. When someone's offering help, take it. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to say, oh, yes, thank you, instead of, oh, no, I got it. Yeah. Like, yep. what's the difference? Just right. say, yeah, okay, thanks. Hold the door for me. I don't care, right? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Kayla, what are your three tips? Um, I really liked Lex's first one. Mm-hmm. I've been trying in my personal life to not say, no, I can't. I'm too busy. Me too. hate that. Me too. Mm-hmm. I, it drives, drives me crazy. Like, no. Insane. If you want to do yeah. it bad enough, you'll do it. Yeah. I yeah. Would I try and train – at the beginning of the year, I tried, I had the same thought, but it was more so um, not saying, I'm sorry, I didn't do it. I was too busy. Just say, I'm sorry, it wasn't a priority. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I will get to it or give an ETA or something like that, but not say, I'm too busy because everyone is busy. Yeah, everyone's busy. Yeah. Um, my points were probably a little bit more focused around um, my own kind of entrepreneurial journey versus yep. build love, but she covered that, so that's good. <laughs> um, so... All of these things are things, advice that I try to take as well for myself. But um, one of the things I hear clients constantly do is say, I have this big idea, you know, I, but I, it's just, it's not quite ready yet. It's not, it's not perfect. I think a lot of entrepreneurs are type A personalities. They just want everything to be so in place before they do it. Um, one of my favorite quotes is an entrepreneur is someone who jumps off a cliff and builds a plane on the way down. <laughs> so just do it, whatever it is that you're waiting on doing. Um, one of my recent recent ones was starting a business Instagram account. I wanted it to be perfect. Screw that. Who cares? Yeah, just just do it. Just start it. Now it's started. Now I can work on perfecting it as we yeah. go. 
Um, another one is if you're not happy with something, don't settle and uh, change it. Like you're responsible for your own destiny. Um, yeah, it's it's easier to change yourself than it is to change everyone else around you. So find a workaround for whatever it is you're trying to accomplish and just get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, this is kind of an important one, but remember why you hustle. Remember or remember why you work so hard, why you put in the hours that you do, what are the things that you actually enjoy in life, and make sure you frigging do them because I love traveling, I love doing art, I love hanging out with my dog. Like, if I work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I don't get to do any of those great things, and then what's the point? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we work hard to be able to provide for our family, have Mm -hmm. quality time, whatever that is. So why is that? Why are those the things that get put to the wayside? Yeah, yeah. yeah I went for I don't know how many years I went without doing any sort of art, mm-hmm. and eventually I was just was like, why? I you love, love art. Yeah, you love doing art. Why are you forgetting that this is this is what calms you down when you're anxious or when you're, you know, when you're busy and you just need a second. And so, I opened an art Instagram to force myself to do art. And yeah, that's what's that Instagram? That one's Hey Kayla Creates. Hey Kayla, so, yeah. creates. hey Kayla creates. Hey Kayla. Hey Kayla Media. Yep. Hey Kayla creates. Is there any other Hey Kaylas? Just my personal one is just <laughs> Hey Kayla. Yeah. <laughs> I love really that. Got, I'm really on brand here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Really meticulous about branding. I love branding. that though. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, so ah, we're getting at that. Told you I'd give you that little countdown. We're getting <laughs> around that 45 time. But uh, and I don't want to end on a negative note, but I'd like to hear potentially something that you've struggled with in the past, whether it's personally, professionally, and how you came out of that. How did you succeed through it or how did you win at the end of it? This is one I didn't put this down in the questions for you guys. Um I think because I'm so passionate about passionate about things, I sometimes have a hard time letting go. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's been a couple of instances in my life where, you know, got to that point where I had to. Um, it kind of goes a little bit along with one of my points about not settling. Uh, I, th- I think I was at a job that I considered a dream job. And it just slowly became not a dream job, but it took me, I think, a lot longer than it should have to let that go. Mm -hmm. And once I did let it go, looking back, I pretty much realized that I was in a depression during that kind of last maybe few months or six months of that job and learned to not do that again. Mm -hmm. So since then, there's been another couple of jobs and partly probably why I did end up doing my own thing is I'm maybe not great with a boss. Um, (laughs) So I wanted to be my own boss. But after that first time, I wasn't about to stick around in another job that just wasn't good for me, um, my development, personal growth, my mental health, Mm -hmm. et cetera. And you recognized it quicker probably. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely not going to take that long the next few times. Yeah. It was too big of a realization, I think, to do that again. Good for you. Um, I think for me, I, I once had a superior, um, tell me that I needed to toughen up Mm -hmm. in a job. Um, they weren't in HR, were they? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I think that it's interesting language to use. I don't, I don't believe that. I mean, I think for 
a lot of time I did believe that that was true, but I actually think that um, by being empathetic and caring mm. makes me a better entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It, it makes me more relatable to people, and I actually don't believe that that's true. I don't think that you have to have a tough exterior shell to be successful. I 1,000% agree with you. Yeah, I agree. Even though I think that I do have sometimes a tough shell, I I value my friends and the people that I'm around that I look to that have more empathy than I do. I, I definitely am very compassionate, but I don't naturally, I'm not naturally empathetic. So I 1,000% agree with you, and I'm glad that you um, took that like, no, I don't need to be that way. Anyways, go on. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted you. No, no, that was, that was kind of, that was kind of it. So, um, it was something that really stuck with me, um, and that I've kind of reflected on over the years. And, you know, there'll be times where I might be crying at your wedding or, um, you know, if something's going wrong with your home build, like it bothers me. Yeah. I'm up at night thinking about it because I want everything to go very well for my yeah. clients. And I don't think that that is a bad thing. I agree with you. I don't think that makes you not tough. Right. You know, like yeah. that's silly. Yeah. yeah. Never lose so. that. I agree with you. Yeah. I love that. Well, on that note, uh, ladies, thank you so much. This flew by. See, I told you it was going to go quick, yeah, right? Did, like did. you can talk forever. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> Once you get used to the sound of your own voice. Yeah. And you're like, I don't have to sit back all the way yeah. back here. <laughs> like, no, I'm going to embrace this mic and I might bust out some Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, well, Next thank time. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll have a little karaoke session. Um, thank you very much. I really want to say uh, thank you for being a part of the build love because I know that there's families that not only have you guys not affected their life yet, but you will eventually. And there's so much just watching the progress of it go on with the last two families. It's an incredible thing that not only is happening in the world, but in Regina, which is super cool. So we can't wait to see where it goes and who else we can help. So thank you for donating your time and your, and your talents and your treasures to some really deserving families. Um, Follow them on Instagram. Hey Kayla creates. Hey Kayla, whatever. Hey Kayla. All the Hey Kaylas. Hey Kayla. (laughs) Search Hey Kayla. You're bound to get there eventually. And follow all of them. (laughs) Um, Lex Cress Realty. Lex Cress Realtor and Blue Planning. Perfect. Yep. Thank you for joining me. And at Build Love YQR. Of course. And at Build Love YQR. (laughs) And if you have any questions or anything, don't hesitate to reach out to us here. We can always forward uh, any information onto them and connect you guys with um, Lex and Kayla. So thank you again, and we'll chat soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.